Welcome back to the Captain's Run. We've got Timmy Manor on the line. Timmy, you there, mate? Yeah. Hey, mate, how are you? I'm very good, thanks, mate. On me notes here, it says New South yeah. Wales Blues legend. Hey? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, well I, spent, I was I was I played in my second year of my career. Uh, what I played four games. I played so my second and third career, then never again. And I was born every Origin. I'm like, am I am I am I a fog? Am I like I've four former Origin great now that I've uh, had a taste of it? But uh, yeah, mate, I, I, I don't I wouldn't say legend, but uh, I definitely uh, enjoyed my time playing for the Blues. Mate, I reckon you slipped uh, Tommy a pineapple for that. Just a cheeky New South Wales yeah. legend. Well, I actually rate it. <laughs> I'll it myself. Mate, <laughs> mate, what's interesting about your um, origin career is you actually debuted in a, a dead rubber, quote-unquote. I guess, what do you reckon mm. the feeling is for the boys, a guy like a Bradman Best that's coming in, Keon, they're coming in in a dead rubber, but, you know, for them personally, like, this is the world. This means everything. Exactly, mate. And so, like, my first experience, regardless of what happened in the first two games, you know, you kind of come in, you got no baggage. I, I did feel... There was a bit of uh, like the rest of the the rest of the camp was a bit somber. Like you know, they'd obviously gone through the first two games, and it was Craig Bell in his last game, so that it wasn't like a, a celebratory experience coming into camp. But regardless, it was, you know, dreams come true for me. So I, I didn't really care less what happened in the first two games. I was so pumped that I played my first origin. And what was the experience as a debutant? You know, you head into a dead rubber. You know, you're coming up against 2010. So you're coming up this Queensland side where we look back now, it's almost ridiculous this side was it was it intimidation was it just nerves what was the kind of feeling heading into such a big match uh to be honest the, the, the following year i was probably more thinking about the opposition and, and the whole you know what needed to be done the first game though was more about doing my job and not embarrassing so obviously kind of want to go out there and yeah. make sure you, you make yourself proud and, and let everyone all your teammates you know be happy with your performance. I think that's the biggest thing. You go in that arena, you're like, you've been watching it since you're a kid. You've, it's been the pinnacle of the sport and you, you can't wait to get a taste of it. And then when you get there, you know, I had guys like Trent Barrett in my team who, you know, was towards the end of his career. But, um, you know, as a kid, I, I grew up love watching Baz play Origin. So to play alongside him, I just wanted to make sure that the guys like him in my team um, would have come off and been happy with the job I did for them. And, mate, what do you reckon, you know, as a, a former Blue and obviously played plenty of NRL footy, where do you reckon New South Wales have gone wrong this series? Oh, mate, I, I, I'm pretty careful not to um, slag our own a bit. Like, obviously, um, you know, Freddie probably copped a fair bit this, this, this um, series. And um, I, don't, I know there's ways you can kind of comment on on, the, on your thoughts without having to go at him and, I just want to make sure that I show him a bit of respect because I'm not a big fan of Freddie. Um, well, I, I where guess do you think? That, sorry, what you said? Yeah, the only thing I probably point out is probably some of the selections. Um, I didn't understand. Like the for, for example, the Stefano one. Like I, I love that um, they gave him a crack game, game two. It might have been a bit soon, but then if you're going to give him game two, like I, I don't understand why he doesn't get game three because the whole point of game three is to get some of those young guys now a bit more. Uh, origin experience on their belt, so they're better off for it next year. Uh, so the one, some, you know, a lot of those kind of selections for me um, were, you know, I didn't understand, but and I'm also not the coach, so it doesn't really, as long as he's comfortable and he sees the the reason for it, that's all I guess that really matters. Well, what about you reverse it? Let's talk about silver lining. Some positives that you know, some New South Wales fans can look at and go because there are some positives. For example. 
Payne Husk was absolutely outstanding both games. What positives have you seen for New South Wales? I feel the positive is, uh, I know it could also be looked at as a negative as well, but we I felt like we were the better side that first game. So that first game, we dominated. And yes, we looked back at that last 10 minutes and we, we definitely dropped the ball, but not um, you know, clinching that game and, and winning that. Because when you're up and they're down with the 12th man and both their wings are off injured, every day of the week, you'd like to think that that game should be wrapped up and we let ourselves down. But but every stat, you know, we dominated. Meters game, missed tackles, uploads. Like we just killed every stat. Game two, um, obviously the second half, the score got away from us. But I thought that first half, same thing. We just were all over and we dominated them. And the frustrating thing was we just couldn't score the points because, their def- one, their defense was great. Um, two, you know, new new combinations in, in attack with clearly being out wouldn't have helped. But, um, you know, we just couldn't capitalize and score those points. But the, the positive was... They were all over in that first half. So, yeah, it's, it wasn't doom and gloom. Like, you know, I look back at those those years that we lost to Queensland, and some of those years, Queensland were that dominant. It was hard to see the silver lining, but there's definitely um, more positives this year compared to those years. And what about Queensland? You know, what what have you really admired about the way they've gone about their work? I've admired, admired their coach, to be honest. I... Um, I watch him. I watch his reaction after they they won that first game, and they, they won it in dramatic fashion. And you know, two tries in the last sort of seven minutes, whatever it was, to, to clinch the game. And you know, any other coach would be just full of emotion and, and banging the window and celebrating. But he was just so calm and composed, and um, just it, it just reminded me of watching that old crew at Melbourne. And I remember watching them in the sheds after the game. Same thing. They'd win by fifty. You know, just get about their business, take their strapping tape off, and get ready for next week. Uh, oh, he, he's been really impressive just to watch so far. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's been the biggest thing. And then the scary thing is just the youth of the team. Like, if we went to the, those dominant years of Queensland and then we finally had a, you know, our turn and a taste and we thought that, you know, that it was going to swing our way. And then before you know it, not only have they dominated us, they've actually done it with a team that has a huge, huge amount of future ahead of them in, in the original arena. So much youth in there. Well, yes, uh, I'm pretty sure that if they are to whitewash, they'll be the youngest ever team to whitewash. Really? That's, that's, that's a scary stat for a Blues fan, isn't it? Mate, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, look, I, I will say, though, that Origin is just so up and down. You, c- you can never be sure about, you know, the next year. But it is exciting for that this squad for Queensland to kind of step out of the shadow of that, you know, dynasty. But um, what about – how does New South what, Wales – Sorry, what's uh... – what what side of the fence are you on? I'm curious. I wasn't sure. Where, are you? A, I'm a Queenslander, are you blue, mate. Queenslander, Queenslander you're Queenslander, yeah. right? Right. I tell you, hey, you know what means I'm a good radio yeah. presenter because I was so unbiased. You didn't even know who I was going for. So I'm just giving myself a rap. I'm just giving myself a rap here, mate. Tonight, well done. Yeah. Tonight, yeah. how how do the Blues beat the the Maroons? What do you reckon they need to do? Uh, I think I think they've got to come out of the box absolutely. Flying, and you can tell that they they've made a few changes to their team to adapt to the speed of the game. So they've obviously no pain hearts. They've dropped during a bowler. That they've obviously thought that they need fast, quick forwards that can play at a high speed, mm. and that's the key for winning this game. It's just got to be they've got to play 100 miles an hour and not let Queensland keep up. Um, so I think you know the speed of the game is going to be important. Starting Cameron Murray is another one. Just you know, really quick play the balls and you just got to just kind of blow them off the park early and hope that the if you can get your nose in front by, you know, six or ten or twelve points early, 
hopefully the, the crowd can carry you home and you hold on to that lead. Mate, I, yeah, I seriously cannot wait. I, I really feel that, you know, probably a week and a half ago, I wasn't that excited for Game 3. But as each day has gone past, the tension just seems to be ratcheting up and up and up. And as the date game day gets here, you go, nah, this isn't dead rubber. Like, I'm that keen for this game. Like, this is still playing for pride both sides. Oh, yeah, mate. I, I guarantee you both both sides are going to be going to this game and it's going to mean the world to them. So, like, there's no one's going to this game in, the, in that, that taking the field. That's not going to be taking this so seriously because there's a lot on the line for both sides. Mate, thank you so much for joining us, bro. Really appreciate it. Too easy. Thanks for having me, mate. Go Legend. to Blues. Up the, up the Queenslanders. Up the Queenslanders. There he is. The big fella. Timmy Manor, thanks so much for joining us, big fella. Uh, a great insight, you know, just to hear a player that debuted on a dead rubber. And, you know, we always hear, oh, this isn't a dead rubber. And we hear it from maybe media uh, pundits or players that haven't played for quite a while. But, you know, Timmy Manor, it's you know, within this decade pretty much, um, or basically, uh, maybe three years added, but uh, relatively, you know, newly retired in regards to only in the last decade. So saying what the feeling was heading into game three, uh, it shows you that these players are not heading into this game going, oh, yeah, you know, a bit of fun here. They they genuinely care. They genuinely care about this victory. Um, and as I said to Brandy on the phone, when as a fan, when Queensland won that game three, geez, that made that series easier to swallow as a Queensland fan. If New South Wales had to come white, like whitewash us in our own state, wow, we'd be living that down forever. So tonight's game is going to be absolutely incredible. After the break, we've got former Queensland Maroon SEN host Scott Sattler on the line.